Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! It's a plane! It's Superman! And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who fights a never-ending battle against crime and injustice disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper. Superman, in the guise of Clark Kent, has become involved in a thrilling and baffling mystery which threatens to put even his courage and intelligence to their greatest test. A cargo of $5 million in gold was being brought to the Metropolis National Bank in a specially armored freight car. The gold car itself was one of a line of about 100 other freight cars. When the train arrived in the Metropolis Railroad Terminal, the car carrying the gold had completely vanished, yet the train had made no stops anywhere along the line. Clark Kent and Lois Lane, working on the mystery for their newspaper, The Daily Planet, decided that a certain Mr. Fortune secretary to the president of the Metropolis National Bank was the real culprit. When we last saw them, Kent and Lois had gone to see Mr. Van Doren, president of the bank, and told him their suspicion. The president stepped into Mr. Fortune's office to talk to him, and a strange thing happened. Listen, bring Fortune in here and talk to him. If he knows anything about how that freight car vanished and where the five million in gold went to, we'll soon know about it. Uh, Mr. Fortune, can you come here, please? Fortune? Anything wrong, Mr. Van Doren? Oh, simply couldn't happen. What couldn't happen, Mr. Van Doren? Mr. Fortune's not here, Miss Lane. He's not in his office. Oh, maybe he stepped out for a minute. He couldn't have done that without my seeing him. Why, don't follow you, Mr. Van Doren. Well, there's only one way to get into or get out of Mr. Fortune's office, and that's through my own office. Here, here, have a look for yourself. Seems to be about right. Fortune's office has no window and no other door. Come in or go out, he would have to come through your office here. Mr. Candy's not here, and I saw him come in ten minutes ago. You actually saw Fortune come through your office and go into his own ten minutes ago? That's right. He said good morning to me as he went in. And you're sure you didn't see him come out? Positive, Miss Lane. Huh. I haven't left my own office in the past half hour. Fortune could not have gotten out of this office without my seeing Well, if he couldn't get out, he must still be here. Let's have a look in that closet. I'm trying to think that's where we'll find him. Well, Mr. Kent, what on earth could he be doing in that closet? Well, I can't answer that, but he must be in that closet. There's no other place he could hide. Well, must be right, of course. Stand back. I'll open the door. I, uh, I don't think I want to look. Well, we'll soon know. Well, it's not here. There's nothing inside this closet. This whole thing is getting beyond me. First, the freight car carrying $5 million in gold disappears as completely as if, well, as if Superman himself had reached down and picked it up. Now your secretary, Mr. Fortune, vanishes just as completely. Oh, I refuse to believe it. It simply couldn't happen. There's certainly no explanation for it. Clark, why are you wrapping on those balls? I just had a feeling that maybe there might be a secret panel somewhere, but there isn't. These walls are solid. It's beyond me. Well, who? Oh, Miss Bailey, what is it you... Miss Bailey, what's happened? What's wrong? Quick, someone got you. She's on a face. Oh, oh, I got her. I got a light. 
Well, things certainly are beginning to happen around here. What in the world? Well, then, Doyle, would you bring that water jug on your desk, please? Oh, yes, yes, sir. Something must have upset her pretty badly. Who is she, Mr. Van Doren? She's a receptionist in the outer office. Here, here's the water. I'll take it. Now, if I can just get her to drink a little of it. There we are. I'll rub the wrist. Oh, Mr. Fortune. Mr. Fortune. Easy does it now, easy. You're all right now, Miss Bailey. Who are you? What's happening? Well, you came into the office here, Miss Bailey, you looked at us all very clearly, and then well, you just fainted dead away. Oh, yes. Now I remember. Oh, Mr. Van Dorn, he... He's out there. Who's out there? Mr. Fortune. Fortune? Fortune's outside there. Jim, come on. Right with you. This is Miss Bailey's little office here. And the door leading to the lobby outside is slightly ajar. Let's have a look. Jim, look. There on the floor. Fortune, all right. Yep. He caved in just as he reached the door. Bailey heard him fall, opened the door, and here he was. Hmm. Is he dead? Yeah, no doubt of it. He's dead, all right. How on earth did he get out here? Something wrong about all this. Just doesn't make sense. Are you sure Who's you... going to ask me again if I'm certain he came through my office this morning to get to his own? I tell you, he did. I'm sorry you've got to take my word for it, but you must believe me. Let's, let, let's try to get this straight. Mr. Fortune comes through your office about 20 minutes ago and goes into his own. Now, the only way of getting to his office is through yours. And that's the only way he can get out again. Right. You saw that for yourself. You were in your office all the time, and you didn't see him come out again. He didn't come out, I swear to that. Well, then how did he get out here? And how was he murdered? If we can answer those questions, Kent, we'd have the solution to this whole case. There's only one thing to do. Huh? What's that? I'm going to call police headquarters and have Inspector Neely come over here at once. If anyone can find an answer to this riddle, he's... All right, now let me get a full-length shot of him. Okay. Now, uh, will you photographers quiet down for just a minute? Now, uh, when did you people discover the body of Mr. Fortune? About ten minutes ago, Inspector Neely. Couldn't have been more than that. Well, uh, we'll soon get to the bottom of this. Mr. Van Doren, I'd ask you to close the bank for the rest of the day. Lock all the doors and keep your employees here. We'll want a question. Uh, Miss Bailey, will you go out and... Uh, uh, just a minute, please. I want Miss Bailey to remain here. Oh, Inspector, please. I don't want to get mixed up in any murder. All I we'll know is... We'll find that... out all you know in a little while, Miss Bailey. Meantime, don't worry. It's our job to help you, not to harm you. I'll telephone outside and have the bank closed. Uh, Inspector, do you mind if Miss Lane and I telephone the Daily Planet? Yeah, well, we can uh... get an exclusive on this story. Well, that'll be all right, I guess. Good. Lois, will you call Edison White? Right, Clark. Miss Bailey, is there a phone after you? Uh, yes, there's one. Uh, no, Kent. Let's see what the medico has to say. All right. Doc? What about our friend Fortune? Yeah, died instantly, Inspector. Single knife wound to the heart. Yes. Can't tell much more than that without an autopsy. Mm. How long has he been dead? Hard to say. Mega Mortis hasn't started to set in at all. An hour, maybe. Maybe a little longer. Well, according to the story I get, he must have died during the last 40 minutes. Does that check? Well, check's all right. Good. Uh, you boys finished taking your news pictures? Just gonna get one more picture, Inspector. Oh, Okay, you can have them. All right, you men remove the body. I want these officers clear. Logan, Fitz, you go on down to the bank and check the stories of every employee down there. Rest of you men clear out. Don't want anyone in here now but Mr. Van Doren and uh, Mr. Kent and Miss Lane and Miss Bailey and myself. All right, boys, let's go. All right, go ahead. Mike's got the story, Clark. We've got an exclusive on. Oh, great. Well, Inspector. Uh, Kent, we're going to get to the bottom of all this right now. I want you people to show me exactly what happened when you found Fortune's body. Uh, Mr. Van Doren? Well, 
Kent and Miss Lane came to me about an hour ago and said they suspected Mr. Fortune had something to do with the disappearance of the freight car. Mm, you mean the freight car carrying the $5 million in gold for your bank here? Yes. And, uh, by the way, have you uncovered anything on that yet? Uh, give us time, Van Doren. Give us time. Uh, I'm afraid you'll have to be Superman to solve this case. Uh, if Lane, a Superman, really existed, I'd call him in on this case without a minute's hesitation. Well, uh, go ahead, Van Doren. Well, I went into Fortune's office, and Fortune wasn't there. Yes? The peculiar part of that was that Fortune could not have gotten out of this office without passing through mine. And I never saw him come out. You never... Where's the... I see. Go on. Then suddenly, Miss Bailey came in, stared at us in a strange way, and then fainted. Ah, now, why did you faint, Miss Bailey? Well, I'd been sitting at my desk in the outer office when I heard a knock at the door. Really? I said, come in, but nothing happened. And I went to the door and opened it, and there was Mr. Fortune lying on the floor, dead. And uh, then you came in here to tell Mr. Van Doren and, and then fainted. Yes, that's right. Well, then what happened? Uh, show me now exactly what you did. Uh, Mr. Uh, Kent. Uh, we, we brought Miss Bailey, too, and... She told us about fortune. Mr. Van Dorn and I went into the outer office. Well, all right. Let's go. Uh, just a minute, Miss Lane. Did you come to... Oh, no, no. I stayed here in his office with Miss Bailey. Then you and Miss Bailey remain here now. Yes, sir. I want to get a picture of exactly how everything happened. Now, Kent, let's go into the next office. All right. Mr. Van Dorn and I walked into the outer office. Yes. And Miss Bailey's office, that is. Oh. And when we got here... We looked around. And then Kent noticed that the door was ajar. Yes. You mean the, the door leading to the lobby? That's right. So we opened the door, and they, Mr. Fortune, lay at our feet. I see. In other words, this whole mystery seems to hinge on whether or not we can be sure that you did not see Fortune leave his office, Mr. Van Dorn. I give you my word, I did not see him go out. Oh. I couldn't have missed him if he had. Mm-hmm. There was only one way he could get to his office. He'd come through this office here, Miss Bailey's, through your office, then into his own. That's right, Inspector. Well, then to get out, he'd have to reverse that procedure. I think we can check your story, Van Doren, by talking to Miss Bailey. If she didn't see him come out, then we'll know for sure that he must have gotten out some other way. But <laughs> there is no other way, Inspector. Oh, we'll, we'll worry about that when we come to it. Let's go back into your office, Van Doren, and, and check Miss Bailey's story. I will. I assure you, Inspector, I was in my office every minute of the time, and I'd have seen Mr. Fortune if he... Oh, Miss Bailey, the Inspector would like... Where are they? Look in Fortune's office. Okay. Uh, well? Oh, they're not in here. Oh, Miss Bailey, where are you? Oh, but look here, they, they, they couldn't have left here. The three of us were in the outer office all the time. There's no other way of getting out. How about the window? It's a four-story drop, Kent. What? And there's no fire escape. But, but do, do you mean to say Lois and Miss Bailey have disappeared, too? Now, look here, you men. This is... Why, this is fantastic. Maybe it is. But the fact remains they're not here. They've vanished. Just the way Mr. Fortune did. Just the way that freight car did. If you can figure this one out, Inspector, then I'll... Well, by jingo, I'll start believing in Superman. What is the solution to this strange riddle? Could Lois Lane and Miss Bailey have vanished into thin air just as Mr. Fortune did? Will they reappear as Mr. Fortune did? And what can Superman do to find the missing girls? Be sure to listen to the next thrilling episode of our story with Superman. And remember, tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a bird! 
Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. <laughs>